we are oh thank you for telling us thank you for telling us zoom i've never heard that before that's crazy all right um cool welcome back confessions of a personal trainer episode two season two checking in with mate um lots of uh lots of ideas for where uh, where we wanted to kind of go with this um this is we're still like struggling to make this happen from a scheduling perspective in life and all that other kind of stuff so you know bear with us if we're kind of fumbling our way through try to upgrade the audio and visual obviously mate's jumped on the microphone game now welcome to the mic game um we're going to be getting some silky smooth mate action mate give us a few words Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm happy to be uh, to be part of the Mike crew, you know, the <laughs> podcast Mike crew. That sounds tremendously better. Um, we're getting some silky smooth Mate vocals coming through, and uh, yeah, inside. Uh, <laughs> that's what's up. Anyway, fingers crossed that we actually like you know this all kind of goes all right. I know technically we had some technical issues in the last couple of episodes, uh, which is literally all my fault. Um, but uh, fingers crossed we've got it right this time round. We'll know when we, we're done recording when we do the playback. And, uh, of course, um, regardless, I'll, I'll release the episode like I did last time. I didn't even check and see how many views or listens um, that last one got. I barely promoted it. I don't even think you posted it out. Um, I didn't even know of... that it was out. Like, I didn't even know. I didn't... Oh, wow. <laughs> That's how bad it is. That's like, how... you posted it. I'm like, you posted it? I wasn't even sure that you did because... Oh, man. There's so many issues with it. I wasn't sure if it was happening. I, I, I did post it. And to be fair, I only posted it on the stories. I never got around to doing like a, a you know, main feed posts or anything like that. I didn't, I didn't do massive promotion on the episode, probably at both conscious and subconscious level. I knew it wasn't the best work that either of us have ever done. So, you know, maybe it was just one of those, yeah, okay, I've ticked a box and uh, we'll move on to the next one. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, I think some people probably did view the the episode and and, and listen to it a little bit. Uh, apologies to those of you that did. Um, Mate was half dead. Um, I was like brain fried, and the quality wasn't amazing. So, but now when we missed last week because yeah, I was uh, I was barely they uh, get I put my hands up. I was struggling to stay uh, awake. I'd been massively fatigued. Um, we're not going to go into me. One of the things that we will be exploring in the future is um, a dual check-in. So not just Mayte, but we're actually going to be having a uh, a Mus check-in where I basically talk about my training and nutrition and challenges of life for the week. Oh, um, yeah. And that might be a separate podcast uh, or it might be a dual one. Um, we're sort of like figuring that out. But today is just solely concentrating on Mayte. Um, and we didn't quite get to do it last week because I'd actually been so massively exhausted, non-COVID related, mind you, um, just uh, just exhausted from from life and training. Uh, but again, I'll probably get into that in my own check-in whenever that happens. Um, but for now, we're here. Uh, it's Sunday evening, probably by the time anybody's listening to this, it's going to be a weekday. Um but we're checking in with Mate, and uh, let's see where you're at as far as training, nutrition, life, and uh, road 
to the stage goes. Damn. What an intro. Uh, super random side note, as you were speaking that you're talking about being ill and that it's not COVID. And there is always that question mark, isn't it? Whenever someone says, oh, I'm not feeling too good. I'm feeling a bit under the weather or poorly. Oh, is it COVID? Everyone has a question. It's like you feel like you have to have that disclaimer in there. No, it's, it's not COVID. I'm, I'm okay. I'm not dying. Um, so I thought that was interesting anyway. But yeah, as far as uh, road to, to the pro card, road to the stage goes, past couple of weeks have been interesting. So to be honest, the week that we were supposed to have the catch-up, the week that we missed, so last Sunday, it's a blur. I can't even tell you what I did. So I think we'll just skip past that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what happened this week. How is that? No, what I can tell you for sure, right, is that last week or the week before, the week that we're supposed to catch up, I trained four times. Mm. Training was fairly good. Um, I felt like I was still improving from my previous week's performance. I was happy with that. Nutrition was fairly good again. My, my weight is fairly consistent. It's not really increasing. It's not really decreasing. But I can feel like my strength in the gym is, is going up. So really happy on that front. We spoke about sleep. That's always going to be an issue. But for the most part, it was, it was okay. I did feel a little bit under the weather towards the end of the week. And actually, the start of this week, I was feeling so much... It's not that I was, it's not that I was ill, but I felt like I was still recovering. And so I think the first couple of days of the week, I didn't actually train. So it was similar to the week before that, because I think when we spoke, I wasn't feeling too well. And so I started the week on the back foot because I didn't train on Monday. I didn't train on Tuesday and I started training on Wednesday. And this week, exactly the same thing happened. But this week, the main difference, the main difference was that on, I think it was on Tuesday night, my bike got stolen. Uh, yeah, I remember you posted about that. And man, I was so bummed about that. Like, don't get me wrong. I tried to always keep a positive mindset. I was like, you know what? It's fine. Things come, things go. I can always buy myself a new bike. It's all good. But do you know what actually frustrated me the most? It's not even the fact that, got, that my bike got stolen. It's the fact that it was so difficult to buy a new one. Just because I, it didn't occur to me that because of COVID, because of lockdown, the demand for bikes massively outweighed the supply. Wow, that's funny. I mean, like only um, only a few months ago, you actually bought me a bike. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize at the time. Do you know what? Because when we were looking for the bike for you, super side story, I didn't realize how difficult it was to find a bike. I mean, it was a bit of a challenge, but we, we still managed to find a bike for you. But yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's, that's what got me the most frustrated. So on the night that I was supposed to train, I was so bummed. My mind wasn't in the right place. And so I didn't train. I just went home. Because I was like, shit, I haven't got, I haven't got my bike. What am I going to do? Right, right. So that kind of threw a span in the works. And not only did I not train, but I stayed up till 3 a.m. looking for a new bike that I did not find. So on the next day, I was extra exhausted, extra tired. Um, and I guess to throw another span in the works, I'm looking for a house because I'm moving away from London. I'm moving to Nottingham because I've got a job there. So in that time, I'm going to say that stress levels were a little bit higher than usual because I'm spending all my time looking for a house. And now I'm also spending time looking for this bike and everything else is kind of taking a backseat. 
So I'm going to say that this week, stress was probably higher than usual. And I think that's probably had an impact on, on my performance in the gym. Okay. You know, um, like you, you kind of will already know what my, what my standpoint on, on all of these things. And, you know, I, I'm certainly, uh, I'm certainly Mr. Practical and I'm certainly, um, you know, all about being empathetic and understanding all the different variables of life and, you know, looking at the average over time that some weeks are not going to be great and some weeks are going to be good and some weeks are going to kind of be medium and average and hopefully it all kind of plays out and accumulates into a net positive right so like you know just to actually that's but i've never probably you know simplified exactly what my whole entire message is more simply than that um so yeah if anybody was ever wondering uh, what my you know, training philosophy is or my coaching philosophy is that's basically it in a nutshell. Um, that being said, I also know the world that you're in the, 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 the bodybuilding the competitor world and the bodybuilding competitor world doesn't share my views on these things. So here's what I'm going to, cause you're in that world. Um, here's what I'm going to say is, uh, what would you think that somebody in the bodybuilding competitor world, you know, go hard or go home, ain't nothing but a peanut, lightweight baby, <laughs> would say to you um, about about how you've you've taken that week, right? And then what would your response be to them? They would say you came up with all kinds of excuses not to get shit done. Oh, oh, so you, oh, so your bike got stolen. How is that a good excuse to not train? You need to go and train. Or, oh, oh, so you're moving home or you, you're moving somewhere. How, how is that an excuse to train? The, the gym is always there. It's always open. Why are you not training? Why are you not training hard? Heck, you should be training even harder. Someone stole your bike. You should be pissed off. I imagine a bodybuilder that has the mentality say those things to me. I can imagine that. Mm-hmm. And um, my response would be, this is how it went. That's the bottom line. And the way that I look at it is, this is one week in an entire year. There are 52 weeks in a year. That's not even, like one week out of 52, like I don't know what the percentage is. I haven't got the calculator in my hand. But that's a, that's a, tiny, that's a tiny amount. That's like a drop in the ocean. So the way that I look at it is, if in the, over the long term, if the majority of the time you're getting the job done, one week, isn't going to prevent you from getting the result. Now, granted, I think at the highest level, like if I was going to say the Olympics, if I was trying to do a 100-meter sprint versus say Usain Bolt, I'd want to be performing at the best level possible as often as I can. But still, I'm a human being. And there are going to be times where, you know, if, if there's a bereavement in the family, if somebody died, I'm not going to say, well, Oh, it doesn't matter if someone died. I've got, I've got to train. If my, if my mind isn't in the right place, then potentially training isn't going to do any, any better for me. It's not going to be good. So I feel like sometimes it's okay to not train. Like these excuses, they're not, they're not just made up for me. They're valid excuses. And so when someone comes up with an excuse as to why they're not training, I never dismiss that. I never say, well, that's a stupid excuse. It's never a stupid excuse. That's, that's that person's reason for not, not wanting to train. And for me, that's okay. Yeah, I uh, like I said, I, the, I, I, 
I sort of posed it in a way of like, you know, this is, what do you think they, they would say? And what would you say to them? Um, and yeah, I've got, I look at it this way, you know, for one person uh, being in that situation and then they'd be like, man, going to the gym is how I dealt with it. Right. Because that's my therapy. That's this, that's that, whatever. Great. And again, nothing wrong with that. And, you know, power to that person. And then for another person, you know, it's like, um, my head wasn't in the game. And as a result of these things that occurred and that's like, as I'm human and that's something that happens. And, uh, I didn't feel like I was going to have a productive session. So I just opted out. Uh, and both, both of those two individuals are valid. Um, you know, nothing, absolutely nothing against the person that decides to not, you know, train that day because life has got them down and absolutely nothing against the person that decides to use life, getting them down as, uh, you know, motivation to train whatever was going to lead to the most productive outcome, you know, overall is ultimately, you know, what, what, what I've a person should have done. And it's just the same old, you know, there's no one size fits all here. Um, it is going to be different for different people. And actually to a further extent, it's going to be different for the same person at different times. You know, you just got to make a call on the day and it is what it is. And, uh, you know, it's in the past. Now you just sort of look forward to the, to the following week. You keep going. Um, and if by some, <sighs> off chance that somehow that one week uh somehow results in 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 you coming third place (laughs) then so be it um but uh the thing with bodybuilding is uh your your result on the day is usually a combination of years of work and ongoing work that happens year after year after year after year after year so you know even though you're training to compete um like in october you're also right now training to compete in 2024 um or or whenever so and that's kind of how bodybuilding works it's got that whole sort of like you're constantly building up so you know, it's, it's not just about what's coming up. It's, it's what's further ahead as well. Um, and therefore that scale expands and that one week, that two weeks, that odd month here and there, it can't like, if it breaks your consistency too much, then obviously yeah, it becomes an issue, but yeah. All right, cool. Um, so that was the week before last. No, so my bike got stolen this week. So I got stolen this before week. last. I trained four times this week. I've trained three times. I wanted to train today. Didn't happen. I just got, I just ended up doing lots of admin stuff to do with, with moving, I'm trying to put things in boxes and stuff like that. So, so that's what's happened this week. But saying that I'm still happy with the times that I did get to go to the gym. I feel like I was, I was going for it. And uh, so when I was in the gym, I was, I was fairly happy with my performance. That aside on the nutrition side, very happy with my overall calorie intake. I feel like I was more consistent with, with protein as well. Some, I feel like at times there'll be days where I'm definitely on it, maybe 170 grams, 180 grams, something like that. And other days it's more like at the lower end, 130, 140. 
but this week I feel has been more consistent. Mostly because when we spoke about this two weeks ago, I just feel like I've made this massive discovery that you can buy chicken pretty much ready-made, like chicken breast, dice, or chicken fillets. You can literally just throw it in the pan and boom, that's it. Just fry that for like 10, 15 minutes and then you've got chicken ready. Whereas before, I was trying to make all these kind of recipes and jazz it up. And I don't really need that. I'm very, I'm a very simple person. I can eat the same thing every single day, day in, day out. And the only reason I'm trying to jazz things up is because, because I've got a family and because it's probably healthier for them to eat different things every day. So, um, so yeah, for me, the whole chicken breast thing, like diced or fillet, that's made a huge difference. That aside, yeah, I'd say it's been a it's pretty, pretty decent week. Even though I've only trained three times and I really want to train today. Who knows? Uh, a little bit late now. It's like close to 10 p.m. UK time, but uh, it's not too late. It's not too late. That's what I like to think. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, all right. So, you know, the in terms of the training frequency, is how is that sort of affecting your your training plan. So obviously the, the exercises uh, that you've obviously tried to incorporate into your current program, um, is there, you know, is there an interference there by, by not being able to do so many training days? Um, or have you, is there something that you're doing to sort of like work around that? Well, so far I've, I've been very much reliant on making sure that I do four sessions, no matter what. So I think, don't quote me if I'm wrong, but I think this is probably the first time I've trained less than four in a little while. Uh, and I was really hoping on training today. So usually what happens is I will train as normal. I'm, so I've been training this week as if I'm going to train four times. So if I've missed a session, potentially I'm missing out on part of my training, on my training plan. If that makes sense. So if I plan to train back twice i'm missing out on a back session so that's what's been happening probably not not optimal i'm probably better off training my entire body every single time if i'm not sure that i'm going to make four times but uh, what's your take on that um yeah i think the, the the question i guess was a little bit more pertaining to you know the actual training program itself as opposed to frequency um, cause we talk about frequency a lot. We talk about whether you make it or don't make it and that's all well and good. And I suppose I'm just trying to get a little bit deeper into, um, how you've been, uh, structuring your training for the days that you have been going in. Um, you know, yeah. What kind of, uh, what kind of things are you focusing on with your training? Um, what's the, uh, what if, have you got any sort of ideas behind your training that you know you're you're implementing? Um, like yeah, just just a little bit more of an insight into what's actually happening when you're in the gym. Ah, okay, I'm with you now. So what I'm doing essentially is I'm trying to hit every body part from different angles every time that I train. So let's say, for example, my day one, I'm doing two, I'm always almost always doing two to three body parts. So I'll always start with the most important body part, the one that I think is should be the focus of the day. So let's say the focus is chest. I will start with chest and I will start with a big compound movement. The one that I feel gives me the most, I say bang for my buck, but really 
for example, with chest, I won't necessarily start with a barbell bench press just because I don't really feel it in my chest when I do that. So instead of, I use dumbbell. So I will start with an incline dumbbell press. And the reason for that is because I feel like my upper chest is a little bit lagging compared to like the rest of my chest. So it doesn't look as full as it could. So for that reason, I start with an incline on that day. Then I do my second exercise will be still on chest. It could be like a flat dumbbell press, but I use a machine at that point just because it's a little bit less stress on the joints, that kind of stuff. So I use, I might do like a machine chest press. And then I'll do one more exercise and this time be a fly again, still targeting the chest, but from a different angle, more isolation type stuff. Um, and that will be sort of chest done. So like incline dumbbell, then a chest press and then a fly. And then I'll move on to, to train my back. So bear in mind, I've done pretty much nine sets on, on chest. My chest should be pretty much done by then. By the time I finish my third set of flies, I don't need to do chest anymore. Then I do back and I probably do two exercises sort of moving up to three, but I start, I've started with two. And again, still focusing on compound movements, the big lifts. And I'll do some kind of row motion. So horizontal pull and some kind of vertical pull, maybe a pull up or like pull down. And that's been pretty much what I've been doing the past few weeks. So then that's, then that's just one day. So pretty much my approach is the first exercise is the main focus of the day. So I'm really focusing on strength on that element or not so much strength but like lower rep ranges and then as i go through the workout i'm doing less taxing exercises so the most taxing thing comes first does that make sense okay um all right so in terms of like obviously when you don't quite get to do four sessions um and you maybe you miss one or, or even two uh, what kind of impact does that have on your you know on your plan i would say not very much i haven't i haven't been changing very many things so if i miss a session the following week i just start from one again and what that means is that i might be training because i'm training chest and back on day one and I'm training back and chest on day three. I'm doing my chest and my back twice. And then I'm doing legs in the middle. I'm doing, well, it's mostly quad dominant in the middle the second day. And then day four is more posterior chains or hamstrings, glutes, that kind of stuff and shoulders. But essentially what I've done is if I, if I miss out day four, day four is mostly shoulders and arms. And because my shoulders are quite a dominant body part, I don't feel that it's a big deal if they don't get trained as much as my chest and my back. So if anything doesn't get trained as often, it's my shoulders and my arms. Okay. So like the, the strategy has kind of been knowing that you can't always guarantee that you're going to make it to the gym four times a week, uh, that you've kind of left that last session as the lowest priority muscle group for what you feel is your physique development and you've just made sure that the first one or two sessions are the highest priority muscle groups um so whatever happens you're training those those things they can create progression on those um you know during the progressive weeks and then you know worst case scenario you fall behind on body parts that you're like already considerably stronger in any way right that's pretty smart thinking um i think that kind of works well with you know uh 
someone in your situation where I think you've been very realistic with yourself. You can't guarantee life. Um, there's definitely not that much stability within your structure. You've got a lot of life changes happening right now as well. Uh, so you've left yourself a lot of room there. Um, and you know, for, for like a quite large margin of error and saying, okay, well, I can't guarantee certain things. And yeah, like if, if I was you, I'd probably have done the same thing. Um, just sort of accepting rather than, you know, and this is where go hard or go home kind of fails a little bit because that person who wasn't going to be able to do four sessions a week or five sessions a week, um, you know, if you have that mindset, uh, it has the reverse effect because you end up just sort of being like, well, then I'm going home. Um, which you did to be fair (laughs) (laughs) for a different reason, but you know, like just allowing yourself to be like, you know what, fine. Two sessions two sessions and um I've, I've 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 at least worked on the things that i really needed to work on mm. everything else can wait this it's coming i haven't given up i'm not done it's just this week it has provided a challenge and every single week i'm going to keep approaching it with the intention to to tick all my boxes and over time you'll, you'll have ticked enough boxes to see an outcome of course and uh you know, that's, that's pretty much all you can do, right? For sure. You just try your best, uh, which is way better than giving up because it's not all going according to plan. And I've, I've been there myself personally, you know, uh, and you miss out on so much training with that mindset. So, yeah, I, f- I feel like it almost sets, it sets you up for failure to feel or to tell yourself, I have to do this many. Because if you don't, it's like, well, that's a fail. And the more you fail, the more often you fail, the less you want to do it because nobody likes to fail. That's not a nice feeling. Well, there's a there's a term I saw out there. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not like 100% standing by it, but it does make sense in a lot of scenarios. Uh, toxic positivity, and I see it a lot. You know, with people like you know, really gearing themselves up, like gonna make this happen i'm gonna do it this year is gonna be my year and da, 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 blah, blah blah and it's like it's never actually ever coming from a positive place right you know and people are just holding themselves up to these impossible standards and yeah like you said they're just setting themselves up to fail and we don't really get to see the positive outcomes we know that they're capable of uh, when they approach things with that mindset and sometimes they get these ideas from people that are presenting that message where that mm. maybe is working out for that person or they're that person who's presenting that image is lying for popularity um, because, you know, positivity sells and uh, it's kind of a little bit smarter just to have a good overlook of yourself and your life, get the logistics uh, and work with the information rather than the feelings because feelings burn out. Information just stays information regardless of um, how you feel or anyone else feels. So, you know, there's 24 hours in a day. Um, you got to take a look at how much of that day you're going to need to give to your real life priorities. Um, and then how much of that day you're, you're going to be able to give to anything else and not just from the perspective of time, 
Um, but this is super important because I, I never factored this in and then I had to get very real with it. But from the perspective of energy, both mental and physical and emotional. Um, and I think, you know, a good example of that was uh, Wednesday for you that whilst, you know, technically we can analyze your diary and say, well, look, there's three hours here. Why didn't you use that? And it's perfectly valid to turn around and say, cause I didn't feel like it. Actually, what I was thinking about was like, you know, how shit my life is um, and how overwhelmed I feel by everything. Because that's real shit, real, real thoughts that people go through. Mm. And if you expect someone to be hyper productive whilst they're feeling like that, um, well, that just never happens. That's the thing. It just doesn't, does it? <laughs> that's not the type of individual that's it's like, yep, ready, let's go going to do my best work here probably not um and human beings will feel like that from time to time uh but yeah slight tangent um cool all right well i know we're going to keep this one a bit tighter than usual because we started quite late um so i'm going to get to the rating of the week um out of five five being fan damn tastic everything could have gone any better than they did and one being fail crash should have gone home um where are we at one to five rate the week do you know what all things considered i'm gonna say if i manage to go to the gym after this i'm gonna give it a solid four okay so a three um <laughs> <laughs> If not, then then yeah, three point five. Three point five. You know what? It's a three point five is 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 starting to we're starting to get a bit of a pattern going on. I think three point five is roughly where you're at. And you know, it, what's interesting about using these rating systems is it starts to allow you to really align um, your reality of your situation. So now, if you start planning for three point five, right? actually you start ticking all the boxes that you knew you could tick mm. and that 3.5 starts turning into a five, right? Because it's only a 3.5 because you, you anticipated you would have been able to do this much, but perhaps we're just measuring it wrong. We've got a bit of a jaded um, idea of our reality. I'm with you. So once you start getting way more real with yourself, like, all right, actually, <laughs> you know what, maybe, maybe I've underestimated the task at hand. Let me adjust my expectations. Cool. Let me just make sure I get this done. And assuming this is enough for me to see progress, you know, within the, the realms of human physiology, um, which is going to vary from person to person, goal to goal, then, okay, great. And if it's not enough, then you have to start really asking yourself, how do I create room for more? Something has to give for me to, to, to make this happen. But I think where you're at right now, three to four times a week working, um, being consistent with your nutrition, given that you're not directly in a calorie deficit or contest prep at the moment, um, you know, there's a, the reins are slightly looser. You are training more than you were before. Um, depending on how you're measuring your, your progress in terms of um, 
gains and you're saying you're getting stronger each time so roughly we can say you're you're probably kind of making the cut so yeah yeah we're all right for now um all right uh i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap it up there uh i've done my best to not go on massive tangents um there there was there's always things like you know uh i can probably like delve into i didn't want to do that today because it's quite late actually but uh uh, don't worry there'll be other opportunities there definitely will and i and i definitely will because um i always have a lot to say <laughs> uh any any closing statements mate no i say let's just let's just keep this going you know we've got a good run going so far so uh yeah let's just make sure that these, these come out consistently just like everything else we'll get the um yeah we'll, we'll keep working on on like the quality of this stuff and uh you know, uh, hopefully whoever's listening, watching um, has taken something positive or something useful from this chat today. And uh, there's always, um, you know, depending on what happens in, in Mate's week or my week, um, it, like, it, it literally dictates the conversation to an extent. So some weeks are, admittedly are not super eventful uh, and some weeks are so as and when I'll, I'll make sure I can, you know, pull out some decent clips from, from this stuff when I get a chance to review it. Uh, I am kind of like, yeah, quite busy with work and stuff at the moment. So I've been a bit, um, not as proactive with the social media posting and, and, and dicing this all up and, and putting out quality content in that regard. But this is making me feel a little bit more proactive and getting me a little bit more excited about um, getting more stuff out there. And uh, so a quick thank you to you for, uh, for joining me on the, on this late night session. A big thank you to, to Christine for um, giving up some husband and wife time on a Sunday evening after the kids have gone to sleep. Um if anyone that doesn't know, Christine is Mate's wife, um, who's uh, forever patient with us. So. Oh yeah, oh, the, the, the kids actually. Mina is still up; she's still trying to put her to sleep. So I'm gonna have to go and help out. All right, all right. Uh, we'll call it here, and uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, we'll see how you got on. All right, for sure. Catch you later. Take it easy. Take it easy. Peace. Uh...